This episode of 40 Under 40 is proudly sponsored by Konica Minolta, a global leader in innovative printing solutions. Just as our young leaders are shaping our industry, Konica Minolta aims to partner with clients to give shape to ideas by supporting their digital transformation through its expansive, intelligent, connected workplace portfolio. Let Konica Minolta transform your workplace experience and drive dynamic business change. Welcome to the NPSOA's 40 Under 40, the podcast where we spotlight the rising stars of the print and sign industry. I'm your host, Paul Strack, and together we'll dive into the inspiring stories of young entrepreneurs who are redefining our industry. Probably being a print shop owner, but it was really different. My, my team thinks I'm a little weird because, you know, something, a job doesn't go right or, you know, they need to reprint something. And I'm like, guys, nobody died. It's fine. And, and they're like, what? That's so Mormon. I was like, well, the last place I worked, I couldn't say that all the time. So, Get ready for captivating conversations on innovation, technology, sustainability, and the ever-evolving landscape of printing. Welcome to 40 Under 40, where youth meets expertise and inspiration ignites transformation. Let's begin. Well, welcome to another episode of 40 Under 40. Today, it's my pleasure to introduce another new business owner and a relatively new mom. Let's say hello to Cassie Bailey of Printing Image in Knoxville, Tennessee. Hi, Cassie. Hello. Good to have you here today. So let's start off by just telling us a little bit about your background and how you ended up, ended up as the current owner of Printing Image in Knoxville. <laughs> That's a that's a very interesting story actually. <laughs> no no print in the background at all. So I'll just start with that. Okay. Okay. Um most recently before uh entering the printing industry, I was an ICU nurse. So I did that for a few years and traveled around and kind of just got to the point where I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. I'd rather be at home in Knoxville and um the nursing industry just kind of wasn't it for me anymore so Tavis and I were we have a couple investment properties and we were actually looking to buy another property and one day we just kind of were like well what if we just start a business seems like it could be something that we could do together and raise a family and um yeah we stumbled upon Tavis's buddy is actually a business broker and we he kind of had a pocket listing and we bought Printing Image right. three months later. So, And you've had that for just a little over a year now, is that correct? Yeah, uh, right at a year and two months, so 14 months, yeah. Okay, well congratulations yeah. on your first Thank year you. anniversary with that. Yeah. Well, before we get further into the background, we, yeah, I, I, we've got to eventually talk about this switch from ICU nurse <laughs> to print owner because that's a little bit different than most of our career paths. Um, talk yeah. a little bit about... The company itself, Printing Image, it, its history, its location, and the type of work you produce. Yeah, so Printing Image actually started back in 1981 in Knoxville. Um, the family who owned it then, I think it was part of like uh, printers, or it was a postal, like a mail service before okay. they were a franchise, and then they, they opened, they kind of separated from the franchise and did their own thing, but they were a family business as well, um, and... You know, they, they kept it going in Knoxville. They moved once during their time in Knoxville. Um, but when we bought it, it was just the couple who owned it who were 80. And they were like, we j- we're just, you know, want to retire. And I was sure. like, yeah, that, <laughs> Rightfully that, makes, so. that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then 
one of their sons was still working for them at at one point they had two sons working with them but one of them had uh went his separate ways during covid actually and the one son remained and they were just doing forms letterhead envelopes they were small um so when we came in we kind of had to one just figure out how to run a printer was kind of how it started and then you know all the things you learn buying a business how to you know do bookkeeping and all the insurance stuff but um since then so the son stayed on with us for three months just to kind of teach us printing and um tavis has a a full-time job as well so it was really just kind of me in there figuring it out so um rob left at the end of 2022 we hired one guy in november of 2022 to kind of learn from him and replace him and we quickly tavis is a master salesman so he which is which is great um but volume increased pretty quickly so we quickly had to hire a second person and that was also around the time where we found out we were pregnant in november of 2022 so yeah we just uh, just went all in with everything didn't you we did we decided to do all of our life changes you know within three months there you go yeah 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 so um at that time we started adding when we got the second girl on we started adding more graphic design services um and then april we just we kind of were figuring out the knoxville industry a little bit there's a lot of printers here and it's super competitive so um we're just we were trying to find our niche and we kind of realized there's no one in knoxville offering full service you know design to print um full service marketing so we actually you know at the time we're like well we need to do better about our own marketing what if we just hired a marketing person and we could bring those services in-house as well and start doing more of like social media and digital marketing for our customers so in april end of april beginning of may we brought ivy on and she's kind of hit the road running and you know now we're doing print mail and marketing very good we're very good yeah talk to me a little bit about with ivy and some of the marketing you're doing for your clients. So you are actually uh, doing social media and functioning, yep. I guess for lack of a better term, as a marketing extension or a marketing department for some of your clients. How is that yeah. structured? How, how is that working out for you? Yeah, so it's working out really well. So we actually have several, um, and it was a way for us to get repeat business monthly. We'd never really had that before. So we created marketing retainers for a couple of our our, uh, customers and we do their social media. We'll look at their websites and we'll make sure their SEO is good. Um, I don't do any of that. That's not me. So, you know... um, she, she's she's great at it though so she does social media we'll we'll do communication boards we'll do um their websites like i was saying and then that has actually helped the print business the printing side quite a bit because you know everyone wants to think like oh we don't print anything and i'm like yeah you do everyone says they don't print anything and i'm like obviously you don't know how much mail you're sending out and you haven't opened your own mailbox recently because print is not dead so that's actually um, helped the printing side quite a bit, um, just bringing those other services in. Well, we talked a little bit about 
or you alluded a little bit about um, coming from the nursing background. You were an ICU nurse. So it still boggles my mind. And, and, and even, I guess, maybe Tavis's background, well, we hope to get him on a later podcast, maybe lended itself a little bit more towards this industry. But how did you settle on the printing business when you were looking for a business of all the different opportunities out there? And then, again, especially coming from the background of an ICU nurse. Yeah, well, coming from the background of the ICU nurse, I was ready to kind of calm down a little bit. You know, I was I was done with my adrenaline and I, I didn't I worked night shifts at the time. So getting out of nursing was simple. Um, okay. You know, I was ready. But um, as far as settling on printing, Tavis has a background in. Uh, the signage world. So he okay. he kind of knows about large format and signs a little bit. And he actually had a co-worker start his own or bought a company in Boise. And he's the one who really kind of put the bug in our ear about like, hey, you guys could do this. You could start your own company. He bought a large format shop in Boise, Idaho. And he was like, I have some equipment that, you know, I'm going to basically get rid of it still works great it's just i don't need it anymore because i he's got bigger faster machines and so he was like you can have them you just gotta pay for them to get across the country and we were like uh okay well i don't where are we gonna put these things and we knew nothing about it so we actually went up and toured and helped him for a week probably and uh just kind of got the feel of what it would be like to be a business owner and we just so happened like i said tavis's buddy was a business broker and just so happened to say like oh there's a, a print shop you know they're all small format but we so we went and looked at it and it was really the one one of the few that was within our budget so that was a huge part of it is it was within our budget of what we could afford and and having the existing customer base was you know we knew we had to do work but we knew there was going to be some income right away so that helps and um yeah so that really is you know those two things is really how we're like okay we kind of settled upon printing image thought we could it was something we could actually grow plan was to bring these large format machines aaron was going to gift us to Knoxville and uh, we were going to be a full service shop. Well, we kind of learned the hard way that everyone in Knoxville is a full service shop. So <laughs> we really didn't, weren't going to do anything special there. So we just kind of nixed the idea. I, that's also around the time where commercial real estate and, and we, we w didn't have enough room in the existing shop to bring those machines in house. So we just kind of ditched the idea because we searched for months finding a bigger space that was going to be affordable and it just wasn't available. And, you know, in hindsight, yeah, maybe we wasted some time and spent a little mm -hmm. money that, you know, but I think we, we ended up on the better side of it. So, okay. yeah. So how many staff members do you have? Um, so include we have three and then me. So four total. And that? Including Tavis, right? No, we no. don't count okay. Tavis. He just does. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, so, and you are both co-owners, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, we're co-owners. Like I said, Tavis has a W-2. He spends most of his time on that. He'll get out and do some networking events for us um, when he has time. But, you know, he's still carrying the burden of the W-2. So. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And so I have spoken and met Davis, and as you said, he is a master salesperson because he can sell you anything. Um, is is he feeding the beast too with his sales? I mean, with a small staff like that, if you're growing on the marketing yeah. side and growing through his efforts, three people. <laughs> that's, that's a lot so, to take on, it, I would think. It's a lot. It is absolutely a lot to take on. Um, yeah, no, we couldn't do it without Tavis's sales effort so far. Mm-hmm. Um, he's brought us, you know, some big projects that were only one time, but they kind of landed at the at, at the right time, and they allowed us to, you know, make some money, buy some new equipment, update, and then. But Tavis seems to know everyone in Knoxville. I'm not really sure how, but. <laughs> We can't go to like a restaurant, the grocery store, or anywhere without someone, you know, seeing him from across the way and and waving him down. So just his connections and his willingness to ask questions out of the blue that no one, like, I'm super introverted. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a a salesperson, like, that, I don't have that personality, but he's like, he's just can't turn it off he's always on he's always on and but yeah we couldn't up until this point like we couldn't do it without tavis and and we've recently learned like we need to change the way we're doing our marketing because um the way tavis and i have always seen business was you actually actively have to get out and sell and it seems like the print industry isn't as strong like you don't need to that's not the main way to get uh customers like you have to actually get out and people are calling you tavis and i are used to going out and having to call them and that's it's just a little different so the print industry is just different than anything that we're accustomed to which i love it it keeps us on our toes and i haven't been bored yet no so. you never have a chance to get <laughs> bored in this industry well, along those no. lines what has been the biggest surprise again coming from the nursing into this business what has been the biggest surprise or the thing in this industry you might have been most unprepared for in making this change i would say it's it's probably like the metrics that we need to base our, like uh, judge the health of our business on are a little bit different than you know, everyone else, everyone might think, well, look at the P&L, look at the sales coming in, look at the sales going out. And we learned, learned recently, like, nope, sales per employee are really the metric we have to go off of. And I was like, never, ever would I have, like, based things off of that. So that to me is, it, it you know, it seems kind of simple thinking about it, but it was such a, like, shock to me. And it, and it made everything so simple when we put it in you know, into those terms, it's like, oh, okay, well now I can, now I know what my goal is. So that, that for me has been the biggest surprise. Um, the other thing is like how simple yet complicated printing is like, doesn't seem hard. And, and some stuff that does seem hard is very easy. Some stuff that seems very simple is very complicated and not, you know, with printing, you just always have to prepare for maybe the worst and yeah. hope, hope for the, for the best. best. And, there, are, yeah. there are just so many variables in a simple print yeah. job. People don't consider that. And again, that's yeah. that was going to be my next question because I've been in this business over 30-something years, so I take all the nuances, the terminology, and all those details for granted. 
Mm-hmm. How did you adapt? How did you learn? What resources did you use to catch on to the lingo, the terminology, learning paper stocks, learning ink colors and all of that? Yeah. So I will say we are 100% digital. So um, we do not run traditional presses at all. And part of it is because the manual I was given is literally in German and I, <laughs> I don't read that. So we, <laughs> you know, and it seemed like the customers we were kind of talking to, they liked the consistency of digital printing. Um, they liked being able to do full color and, it just seemed like the better route for us to go. We have a two color press, but we don't use it. Um, but as far as learning like paper stocks, like trial by fire, uh, you know, <laughs> Rob, the, the employee who, or the son stuck around with us for three months. He was, I mean, he'd been in it his whole entire life. So he kind of gave me the crash course and, and I was able to go through their, you know, whatever history they did have in their old Printsmith system to look at different jobs. Like I just studied old invoices and we also came on into ownership during like all the weird paper shortages. So yeah. So it like, I think could only get two kinds of paper. So that was easy to learn. Yeah. So, so it was easy to learn, but it also the, uh, our local Athens rep helped us out me out quite a bit being like, you know, if they don't have this, he's like, this is a super comparable product. Look at these two. So he was, he was super nice and in, in understanding that, Hey, we're brand new. Uh, Cassie has no idea what she's doing when it comes to ordering paper. And so he, he was very nice and has walked me through it. But I think now I'm not going to say we have it down to a science, but we're pretty good at it. Oh, good. What other resources have you taken advantage of? Yeah, so we joined NPSOA, was it back in May, I think. Mm-hmm. I was kind of just like hitting a roadblock. I was coming up, you know, I was seven months pregnant and I was like, well, I got to figure out some stuff real quick so that the team is not like floundering while I'm, you know, out on maternity leave, which they wouldn't have. They're great. But um, so I joined, we joined NPSOA and honestly, I think we joined like the day before one of the town halls and the group was so gracious in that they literally just like i think nathaniel said like hey this is tavis and cassie they're brand new and the whole group just like halted all of their questions and were like this is what you need to do we had already bought print smith but really hadn't didn't have it set up accurately we got ron teller in to you know set our print smith up accurately which is a whole another story in itself he came the day atlas was born and you know (laughs) so yeah it's uh so mpsoa has been a great resource and then well i said knoxville is super competitive in the print industry but everyone seems to want each other to succeed here like we all kind of work together and some like one shop does this port this thing really well another shop does this thing really well and we all kind of work together, and so the, the local print owners have been pretty helpful, oh, good. honestly. Good. So, yeah. That's encouraging, and I think while it is a highly competitive industry, we do tend to be supportive of each other, I guess. In, in, yeah. in some respects, you could say misery loves company, but that's not yeah. always the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's just, you know, everyone thinks it's the super, while there is, you know, a lot of us, the internet's still winning a lot of business. Sure. 
So, and I think we all are under the understanding that, hey, we, we want to keep that locally. So, and we can do that by creating good partnerships with each other, but also just creating good partnerships with our customers. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what Tavis and I go off of is we want to be our customers and our, and our co-owners, you know, co-print shop owners, partners. So, What has caused you more sleepless nights? And again, aside from the newborn um, Atlas, um, let's go back yeah. pre-Atlas. What has caused what what caused more sleepless nights? Uh, being a owner in the printing business or being an ICU nurse? Well, I worked nights oh, when I was okay. a nurse. So. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. um, more know, sleep deprivation the, then. What caused more yeah, sleep deprivation? I probably being a print shop owner, but it was really different. My my team thinks I'm a little weird because you know something a job doesn't go right or you know they need to reprint something, and I'm like, guys, nobody died. It's fine. <laughs> and and they're like, what? That's so Mormon. I was like, well, the last place I worked. I couldn't say that all the time, no. <laughs> so, so, you know, that, that just keeps perspective. But I think probably being being a print shop owner because I can wake up in the middle of the night and think about something, and, and being an owner, you get to do something about, you know, something. Like, you know, being a nurse, it's like, oh, I really wish I could fix this, but I had no control over it. Now I have control over it, so sometimes I get um, an idea at 3 a.m. and I get on my computer. You so take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a little bit uh, different sense of urgency when we think we have a printing emergency versus an ICU emergency. A little bit different perspective. <laughs> there, I would a little bit, a little bit. What What do you see as, again, coming from the nursing, what skill set or what skills did you learn there that you have carried forward and used quite a bit as a business owner? Yeah, probably prioritization. Uh-huh. Um you know, I based my whole, from a nurse, we spend like first 15, 20 minutes uh, of our day looking through the charts and saying like, what could go wrong? And that, that's always the first question. Like, all right, what could go wrong tonight looking at this you know, patient's history? These are, and then you look at, okay, this is the med, so I need to schedule out, you know, these are when I'm doing this, this is when I'm doing this, this is when, you know, you just kind of schedule your whole night out in the first 15 to 20 minutes and prepare for any emergencies and you you just prepare really well and i think that has carried over because i'm still working in the shop not as much as i used to like in in actually printing and stuff so i was am pretty i feel that i'm pretty good at like hey we can do these two things at the same time so let's get this thing on the printer and let's get this to the back and finish and we should be able to finish and at the same time this is finished printing so just kind of prioritizing or or lining up the job board in ways that i think like hey let's get all this done and then and then that'll set us up for our afternoon to finish everything and so that has carried over pretty well um and then just being detail oriented like that's a necessity for a nurse and and definitely a necessity for you know working in the print shop. So I think that's the biggest skill. Also just being able to roll with as many punches as you possibly can. Like, like there's always going to be a surprise. So. So I guess as a, as a nurse, as you pointed out, you had the charts, you had the procedures, you had the checklist. Have you added any of those type 
procedures or daily checklists and that to your operations? Yeah, I, I've tried. Um, and that's what something that I'm working on now is, you know, setting up our, our SOPs and um, Tavis is very sales oriented and I'm very operational oriented. So I spent a lot of time, you know, trying to set that up. But then recently I just kind of got to a point where I was like, I've never worked in a production environment. Maybe I should ask some people, <laughs> how are you guys doing this? And, you know, we've kind of just come up to, cause we've got Ivy doing marketing full time. Candace does a lot of, um, we do a lot of like newsletters or like not book set up, but like kind of like smaller booklet setup. So she does a lot of that stuff. And then David does more so the typesetting, setting things up for print and getting them printed. So just kind of like, hey, we need to print in the morning and we need to finish in the afternoon has kind of been our thing so far. But we're getting to a point where I'm like, well, I need to figure out how to become even more efficient because if we're going to increase our sales per person, like we've got to we've got to figure out how to become more efficient. And, and that's also going into like maybe I'm not using our Printsmith technology to the best of its capabilities. So just going in and reaching out to our resources that we have easily available that you know, to see like, Hey, how are you guys doing this? And I've even called the old owners. Like they're fantastic. They still come in and help us with some of our stuff. Like if I have a lot of things that need to be done, Tom's 80, but he like can't sit still. And so he comes in and he'll, he'll do some odd jobs for us every once in a while. And, um, so I, I do ask them like, Hey, how did you guys do this in the fat in the past to make this, you know, run smoothly? But what has been the biggest change in your business or changes have you made to your business since you've become yeah. owners? Prices. Raise um, prices. Just, yeah, we've had to. Um, the old, I mean, you know, to put it pretty bluntly, the, the pricing strategies the old owners used weren't, weren't going to last well for us. They weren't sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and but they didn't have any bills and you gotta think of like the stage of life they were in and all they owned all the equipment and so uh, like they were charging ridiculous like ridiculously low amounts for everything and it was like hey you know i'm not sure if anyone else has been to the grocery store recently (laughs) but you know egg prices have you know almost quadrupled i'm not gonna say our paper prices are gonna quadruple but they they do need to go up um and you know, I was very hesitant at first to do that, but everyone seemed to be really understanding, and I ran into very few roadblocks. So that's that's what I was going to ask. How did, how did your yeah. customers react to that? Most of them didn't have have issues. The ones who did have issues, you know, thinking back, like they probably weren't going to be good customers anyways, and and that's something that's a concept that I had to adjust like I want to do business with everyone but you know sometimes not all business is good business so that's that's what I had to learn that's a good um, lesson that's a very good lesson to learn it's yeah. a tough one but it pays it off. is a tough one yeah so that's you know we kind of started doing that and you know March April we started increasing prices um, and then we had to um, we had to like figure out, we didn't know if we were pricing things right. We weren't considering our overhead in our pricing. Like, and we were just doing this old math, like, well, it costs us this month, chart clicks are this month. Let's multi, you know, we'll use a multiplier. And from my understanding, a lot of people still do that, but, um, (laughs) 
you know, my employees, while I was out on maternity leave, they're like, hey, we don't feel comfortable doing that because we don't want to mess up on a job. And I was like, yeah, that's totally understandable. So um, we just had to, like, that's where we paid Ron to come in and look at all of our finances. And we, <laughs> you know, he, he knows printing image pretty well. At this yes, point, yes, so. yes, he does. I bet he does. <laughs> So as co-owners and again Tavis in sales, are you his boss? <laughs> uh, in the print shop, yes. <laughs> yeah. How does how does that work yes. out? How how does how does being uh, new business owners, married, yeah. um, co-owners, and a new baby? How, how do the dynamics work between you two on that? Yeah. So Tavis and I. We have a little bit of a unique story. So we were training partners mm-hmm. at the University of Tennessee. So we actually did not date. Like, it was not love at first sight by any means. Um, we were training partners for three years before we dated. So oh, wow. you just, when when you, at, when you are competing at such a high level, um, he made the 2016 Olympic team. I made it to trials. We had gone to multiple U.S. championship, NCAA championship meets where it was just him and I. So we were, I mean, you have to tell each other, like, tough love, like, you know, give each other tough love during that time. Like, hey, you know, your performance today kind of affected my performance today. You showed up late to practice five minutes. It kind of affected the way I practiced. And (laughs) so we weren't, like, unfamiliar with criticism, like, giving each other tough love. So we, having been through that, and then started dating, we are pretty good at separating our roles. Like we have conversations and, and, and I'll literally say like, Hey Tavis, we need to have a uh, co-owner conversation right now. Okay. Or, Hey, we need to have a husband wife conversation right now. Or just so we know like what context we're in and like, you know, sometimes co-owner conversations, like I don't, we don't mean anything personal by it, but it might be like, Hey, you know, this over here, like we need to get this straightened out or, you know, you're doing great over here, but let's, you know, make some adjustments over here. And then husband, wife, you know, you just, you got that, that has its own, you know, complications every once in a while. And then you throw mom and dad in there. And, um, so, so we, we do a really good job of compartmentalizing our roles. So you both went to University of Tennessee, I guess you're huge volunteer fans. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and again, y'all are elite athletes. Uh, I know Tavis, as you mentioned, was an Olympic athlete uh, in, in discus and shot put. And yes. You, you were track and yep. field? What 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 events? He did, was did he was discus, discus, I was shot put. You were yep. shot put. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, so we were both okay. throwers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. What do y'all do now to uh, release <laughs> some of that <laughs> built up uh, Yeah. So we mountain bike. We're pretty big into mountain okay. bikers. We we actually owned a CrossFit gym up until Atlas was born, and then we we sold it. Um, so we did we did like watered down CrossFit. Like we were our bodies had taken a pretty big toll during you know our our college days, and you know I was twenty four years old, and I I had already had a second joint reconstruction, and I was you know so I don't do all the crazy stuff that that CrossFit involved, but. Um, yeah, we just, we prioritize getting to the gym, you know, Tavis five days a week, me probably three to four days a week. And, and then we mountain bike. Okay. Okay. A lot. Right. So you have a 
son. His name is Atlas, a beautiful, handsome yes. boy. I had the pleasure of seeing him at Printing United yeah. in Atlanta a few weeks ago. I love the name. How did the name Atlas come about? We are actually, so we got married last year, and we actually had a delayed honeymoon plan. And our honeymoon was going to be, we also camp quite a bit. We have a, a, this was before we also bought a print shop that we planned all of this. So, um <laughs> We have a 30-foot Winnebago, so we were going to take this, like, month-long, you know, honeymoon. We were going to go through Arizona, up to Utah, back through Colorado in April because we could mountain bike and ski all on the same trip. Yeah. And um, we, (laughs) you know, you have your roadmap, your book of maps, right? Yes. It's an atlas. Yes, yes. So that was, I was kind of like... It's print. Yes, yes. Um, so that was actually like one of the way. Like we kind of were like, kind of thought about it really briefly at that point, and then we were in Utah um, for a ski trip this last January, and you know I was three or four months pregnant at the time, whatever, and I was like, hey, we really need to start talking to like we knew we were having a boy. We needed to start talking about names, like you know he needs a name and. Uh, there's a ski slope out there called Alta, which is a skiers only. And, and I thought of Alta and I was like, it's kind of a cool name, but not for a boy. And then Atlas just popped back in my head. And um, that's where Atlas and it's it a just tribute. Stuck. It's a tribute to the printing industry, too. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so how has that worked out? Because I don't know how tough it is being a mom, never being one. But I, you know, I know as a business owner and when you have kids in a small shop, how did y'all manage that? How did you manage? You said you had maternity leave and your staff took care of things, but how how did that, all that work out for you? Yeah, I worked from Hurt. home a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's been difficult. Yeah, I mean, just to be just to be blunt about it, it it's not easy. Um, we have a college girl comes in about uh, she comes three days a week. One one day is like in the afternoon. Two of them are for the better part of the day, but. So she comes in and I go to work on those days and some days Atlas goes to the print shop with me. I'm not very productive on those days, but, um, and then Tavis and I will kind of, he get he works from home so we can kind of split responsibilities and, you know, I'm not sure how, but we get it done. Get it like done. this week, this week we don't have, it's Thanksgiving and uh, our nanny's a college student. So she's, you know, at home for the holidays and I, we haven't had a babysitter. So I was like, well, Atlas did a lot of deliveries this week. Cause that's something <laughs> that I can do. Like, I love you know, it. I, I love it. you know, I can drive when he starts getting fussy, it's time to get in the car seat and go deliver things. And you just kind of, I do some things that I usually wouldn't do, but someone else can kind of take care of those, and I can do some other things. So it's a daily experience. Well, he's he's to be been on deliveries. He's been to the Printing United conference. He's been to the NPSOA happy hour, and I never saw him get fussy oh, yeah. there. So he's he's destined to follow in your footsteps. He is. I think he's going to go to the NPSOA uh, uh, conference oh, in here in, in okay. March in New Orleans. Yeah, right. I think we're going to have a, a grandparent, and and Atlas will definitely be in attendance for. Oh, that's awesome. Something. Great. Great. <laughs> yeah. So what has been tougher? your first year of business ownership or your first year of marriage or being a new mom oof 
I don't know, because they're all, <laughs> they all happened at the same time. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. Um, you know, being a parent is like constant, right? Like there's, there is no, you know, there's no break really. So that, that's definitely tough because a lot of that happens between one and 5 a.m., which I, you know, admittedly say aren't my best hours. So I would say, oh, I don't know. Cause being a print shop owner, like <laughs> just being an entrepreneur trying to, you know, you have, just the economy of it, right? Like, how am I going to increase sales? How am I going to... Just this constant little stressors, you know. How, you know, last time we ran this type of job, this machine was having these issues. How are we going to avoid that? And, and neither one of them are, are... There's no, like, real break. But I think being a mom probably has a little bit more... Like, your kid smiles at you and you're like, oh, it's worth it. Like, it takes a little bit more in the print shop than, like, one of your employees to smile at you. <laughs> like, yes! Great day! <laughs> so maybe print shop. First year of print shop ownership. Uh, marriage is... Tavis and I have been together for eight years in total, so we were pretty much there. Yeah. So what do you see as your next fun project or big initiative for printing... Um, next fun project. So we're actually, uh, we just ordered a Zante, which, you know, we didn't have a legitimate envelope press before. So we're excited about that because one, we can drop our, you know, that was an area of business that I've looked through and it's like, well, we're kind of losing some of our envelope bids because it's just so expensive for us. So I'm excited to get that in. Who doesn't love a new toy? Um, I'm also going to reconfigure our shop a little bit. And, um, we don't have the best meeting space. So just actually getting that, we're going to move some printers around and make some meeting space as we're bringing on more of these marketing clients. So we're going to, uh, you know, just totally rework the front. And I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I think like the thing I'm most excited about though, is after a year, we kind of feel like we have our footing a little bit and we can actually make decisions based off of like things we've learned before you're just like kind of making decisions off of like I I think let's try this and we'll see how it goes well we've tried enough things to realize what's working and what's not working and I think us being able to apply the knowledge that we've gained over the last year is what I'm most excited about one other question why do you think people your customers choose to do business with printing image um we just add that that personable aspect to it like you're always going to we have a unique setup of our employees and you know some people might disagree with the way we do it but everyone except me is a graphic designer by trade um so we just have a really high quality control and then we also have a really high customer service experience so um we do small things like you know, hey, you come in and pick up your order. Here's a, a lemon cookie. Knoxville has this little restaurant that is known for its lemon cookies. So every once in a while, I'll go out and buy a box of cookies oh, and okay. give them out. And and I think people just get excited to work with us because we are able to meet tight timelines. They're always going to talk to like me or Ivy on the phone. And, you know, a lot of places, regardless of, you know, print shop or just any other place they're doing business with, how often are you going to talk to an owner or... Uh, the person who's actually printing your papers or, you know, 
just that customer, that customer service aspect, people have, that is what most people have, have commented on is, you know, a lot of times I feel like I'm not getting it when I, you know, especially Vistaprint, right? Like you're never going to talk to a person when you put your thing on Vistaprint, you know? So I think that's what people are most excited about. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, congratulations on your first year of business ownership and your son Atlas and your continuing relationship with that master salesman Tavis. So now I come to the point, we call this the rapid fire questions. And I ask okay. you, I give you two options and you have to answer which one you think is correct. And you may not have prepared for this. So you I ready? probably have it. You, Let's do it. You ready to go? Let's I'm see. Ready. Pikas or inches? Inches. <laughs> Gmail or Outlook? Outlook. Track or field? Field. <laughs> Shot put or discus? Shot put. All right, an easy one. Burnt orange or Tennessee orange? Tennessee orange. Rocky Top or Klingman's Dome? Ooh, ooh, Klingman's Dome is the better view. Okay. Pigeon Forge or Appalachian Trail? Appalachian Trail. Hiking or biking? <sighs> biking. ICU or CMYK? <laughs> CMYK. Deadlines or diapers? Deadlines. <laughs> Business ownership or a new mom? New mom. Dolly Parton or Kenny Chesney? Dolly all day long. Okay. No, no competition. <laughs> Country or rock? rock okay all right well cassie this has been a treat <laughs> thank you so much for taking yes. time out of your day um again i want to wish you and tavis the best of luck in the business and congratulations again on your beautiful son tavis and we look forward to seeing you in new orleans looking forward to it yeah absolutely thanks for having me it's been fun oh you're welcome and that concludes another episode of our 40 under 40 we appreciate all of our listeners out there and as always we encourage you to get out there and make a good impression thank you for listening thank you again to our sponsor Konica minolta for their support of our 40 under 40 podcast with their cutting edge printing technologies and commitment to excellence Konica minolta continues to empower the next generation of industry leaders stay tuned for more inspiring episodes and remember to visit konicaminolta.us for the latest advancements in print technology. Thank you for listening.